Welcome to Holding Center, a podcast created to help you own and hold center stage, not only on show day, but also in your life. I'm your host, Ashley Markham, owner of Myo Strength, and joined with me is my co-host, Ashley Spoker, owner of B&B Fit. Let's hold center. Yo, Spilk, what's going on? What is up? Dude, do you like that we record on Mondays now? I kind of do because it's my lighter like check-in day um, for athletes. So I feel like I can be a bit more focused, a bit more present versus like on Fridays, that would be like my heavy athlete day. And I feel like my mind was sometimes like not present, especially if it was like, I had like a lot of changes I knew what we'd need to make for those athletes. And so I definitely do like just the fact that it's like Monday, it's a slower day for me. I'm able to like do my routine, check in with the athletes that do check in and then like be present for a podcast. You must have like go-getters, not that mine aren't go-getters, um, but like my people like don't check in until like 10 a.m. Some like will wait to the last minute, um, but most of them are pretty good about being before 10. So you personally, when you wake up, do you, you wake up on your check-in day, you take your photos and you submit your shit, right? Like right then and there kind of? Not actually. No, I, um, I wake up, I take a shit. I weigh myself, I do my vacuum. I actually do get some movement in. Like I'll just get like a little bit of cardio done, have some water, have some coffee. And then like, by the time I pee to like get out the water and coffee, then I'll actually check in and take photos and stuff. No shit. Wow. Yeah. I wake up take my photos, just send my check-ins. I have my sheet filled out. Like, cause I do spreadsheets. I have my sheet mm-hmm. filled out. Like I fill it out daily. Yeah. I used to like, and I like I even look sometimes at my athletes throughout the week and they wait till like the day of to fill it out. And I'm like, dude, if I don't do that, I can't remember like if I pooped or what my blood glucose was for the mm-hmm. whole week, you know, um, for my biofeedback, I'll do that. Like, you know, obviously like weight, postprandial um, glucose, fasted glucose. But like Austin doesn't do like complicated check in spreadsheets mm-hmm. and a bunch of numbers and stuff. It's more just like written text. So I'll like while I'm like walking on the treadmill. I'll like write out a message for him throughout the week and like, Hey, this is how it went overall, like hiccups, wins, whatever. Um, but I mostly like it because I like Eric to help me with my morning check-ins and stuff. It's not that I can't put my tripod and my ring light by myself, but I do like to take a little bit of time to also like practice posing like five, 10 minutes. So it's a nice to have feedback from him. Um, especially with the back pose, you know, cause like, obviously I know what it feels like, but sometimes if I like don't center it perfectly with my tripod, it's like off and it really pisses me off. So at least him, he can kind of like alter the camera. Yeah. That's a good point. I ended up like having to put like tape on my floor, like where I put my tripod every week and then where mm-hmm. I stand every week. Um, it's like this little piece of like, it's literally like the smallest dot because I don't want anyone else to fucking see it because it's like green painter's tape because that's all I had when I was doing it. So I'm like, oh, it's so tiny. And sometimes I can't even see it myself. Yeah. But circle back around. Yeah, I like Mondays better too because actually Mondays are my Fridays for like my week because I have like, I don't have check-ins on Wednesdays or Thursday. I am available to talk to my clients, but I don't have actual check-ins that day. And then Tuesday, I don't have nothing. So I'm like, ooh, yeah, Monday's a Friday for me. Hell yeah. So it just feels good. It just that. feels good. But how was, your, how was your last week? Anything exciting? Good. I don't think I caught up this podcast with the changes. No, we wouldn't because we record on Mondays and I check with Austin on Tuesdays. So Austin... <laughs> I feel like you can kind of tell when your coach is getting frustrated oh, yeah. with you 
not like with me. It's not like I'm being a bad athlete because I'm like a damn good bodybuilder. I, I'm a good little athlete, checks in on time, does the shit. But you can just tell that he's like getting frustrated with my body's response because he's like, clearly these one to 200 calorie increases are doing absolutely nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> so this motherfucker, he literally takes my food from like, we'll say 2,300 calories averaging um, between rest days and non-rest days because we do a little carb cycling to averaging like 2950 right so like a huge five 600 calorie increase so like my carbs my my macros now are 165 protein all days um 405 carb on training days 85 fats and then rest days is 375 carb 85 fats yeah dude <laughs> when you see me so so I'm a little like delirious in my life. My life is very busy right now. Um, and it's so funny because Ash will text me and be like, oh, happy check-in Tuesday and send me her photos. Um, I don't know if it's, I mean, I enjoy it. So I'm happy that she does, but maybe it's like a reminder too. Cause one day I was like, oh shit, it's today Tuesday. Like, I think I forgot to send my fucking check-ins, but Ash sent me over the, the email. And like, I wasn't even surprised that Austin said that. Like, she's like, obviously this isn't doing shit. Like, and you're taking like, you know, your free meals and everything. And like, you look insane like you look great like I think we even talked about how you're eating the same amount of calories as you were and 140 yeah and like a totally and like a totally different like body comp too like it's it's insane and like, like this peak off season 140 yeah. and this is kind of like gonna roll into like our topic today of like dieting and then reversing like we're gonna get really heavy on you know the importance of nailing your reverse and reverse doesn't just come like post-show um, that's the biggest one that we're going to obviously have heavily focus on, but like you can have like multiple reverse diets and that's what Ash did. She stuck with hers and that's why she is at a lighter, leaner body physique eating <laughs> near the same amount of calories. And I mean, you know, you just listen to the numbers there and they're high, they're high for a bikini girl. They're high for someone as lean as you. It's like mm -hmm. just in, in general, you know, and the fact that like the calories are that fucking high for you and if our listeners, obviously, I hope they follow us on Instagram. They should. If you see Asha's stories, like her blood glucoses are phenomenal. And usually when you start to push food pretty high, like one digestion gets a little wonky, um, which Ash, you know, has great poops. I just know because I know. Fantastic poops. Fantastic. Like top, like top tier poops, right? Like, like type three and four <laughs> every day. Um, and then her blood glucose is... I don't never been in the nineties, never been in the hundreds. Like I think you ride in the seventies, like, you know, fasted and after meals for the most Sometimes part. it depends. Sometimes after meals can be like eighties. There was once where it was like 90, but I didn't check it at the three hour mark. It was more like two and a half. Oh, and like, yeah. I know it's only 30 minutes, but like 30 minutes of like waiting for your body to process your sugars and stuff can like, can oh. be pretty substantial. So yeah, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Like just waiting a few minutes or like, even if you need to, like, if you're a little bit more dehydrated than normal too, like that makes a difference too. Like, um, especially like your fasted one, at least find us in the morning, but, um, yeah, it's remarkable. I'm proud of you. Like you've had such a good, um, decade off season. We're just going to call it a decade. We're going to round it up here. Cause it's been so long. We're going to be dramatic today. <laughs> no, I love that. I think it's really important to talk about the fact that like I have reversed several times in my off season because like how many did, you know I would say five because I had like five growth okay like additional like growth phases within that mm -hmm. period uh where it's like you know you would get to a certain level of body fat digestion starts to go you start to get sluggish you start to you know kind of get puffy 
and you're like, Hey, we need to, we need to clean things up a little bit, do a little mini cut. And so I've done that five times. And like, I will admit that in that period, this one that I'm currently doing is probably the most difficult. Um, Really? like I was hungry. Like, you know, when I checked in with Austin, I was like, listen, I, I am hungry. Um, and even when he like gave me my, my big food increase, I got even hungrier. Right. Um, it took a little bit for my ghrelin and leptin to kind of regulate, um, with this reverse, because this is the leanest I've ever been with the most muscle density and muscle maturity out of all five growth phases. Right. So like my body is wanting food and I don't want to say I fucked up, but I'll be honest. Like the day that he increased food that night, I was ravenous. I was like, I'm going to have to make a decision. Do I go off plan and overeat, even though he just gave me a food increase or do I just suffer and suck it up? And I was like, I get a free meal once a week. So if I take this as my quote unquote free meal, I don't get a free meal of air. I was like, what do I need to do as an athlete? That is the best decision in the moment. Right. So I ate extra food and I counted Mm -hmm. it as my free meal. And like, obviously the scale was up the next day. Again, I'm eating more food, more glycogen, more food weight. Yes. Muscle and fat. But like, it was just unreal how hungry I was, even though he gave me like 600 extra calories, but now it's good. We're we're a bit normalized now, but still I was like, God damn. (laughs) it just reminds me of like when you're in prep and you get like a refeed and like when I was in prep I'm sorry like the day of the refeed is like always like so cool because you're obviously starving you're hungry you're depleted you're tired you get a dopamine boost from it but I'm always like I always was like oh man the next two days the next two days are gonna be so shitty like because you're starving after that food um last question about your 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 uh programming here because I'm just curious and I'm sure maybe some of our followers are during this time let's just say like the last few check-ins say like last month has there been any changes in your PED protocols or have they kind of stayed the same for this reverse have you been kind of just utilizing like the power of like food and consistency and cardio or has there been changes with that no that's great I'm always honest about that because I think it is important as an enhanced athlete Mm -hmm. to be honest about what is naturally done and what is not. Um, the only thing we have done is we've just switched our growth hormone from sub Q to I am. So everything that you've seen in the past, like six, seven weeks, um, I can even like kind of put side-by-side photos for you and send them to you in the group chat and maybe even put them. If we like cut it for like a Instagram thing, like show you how my body's changed, but it literally, <laughs> literally the only thing was just more food and growth hormone went from sub Q to IM on training days. Haven't added in like Novel and N for meal timing. Cause again, my blood glucose is great. There's no reason to, you know, Elkhorn is a staple year round, but we haven't added in, um, Primo yet. And we will, but yeah, I it. <laughs> that's awesome. And no, no dose changes in your growth hormone. Just the, nope, just two, two, I the, wow. The route. And you didn't change the timing either. Like, do you always take it? Or well, do you the, the timing is going to change because I do it pre-workout. So pre oh, okay. Um, so okay. obviously like I, on my rest days though, I'm still doing two IU fasted and then I do my fasted cardio. So that's kind of like a way to stay lean um, right. without like anything else. But yeah, I'm trying to send you my, my photos. Well, that's just remarkable. That's awesome. Good for you. Your body is like just so elite. I'm going to use that word. I'm going to, I'm going to associate you with elite right now because I feel I feel that's a very good term. And and I want to stress like the importance of like how hard 
Ash has worked to get to this point, mm -hmm. um, you know, of going through multiple growth phases, reverse diets, um, you know, the, the consistency, the, the mental health aspect of it as well, mm -hmm. um, staying aligned with her goals, not giving up, um, and just like following the plan and really, and it comes down to, to like, also like believing in the plan. And that's a huge one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, we get so, so like, Hey, I'm ready to step on stage. I want to step on stage and Holy shit. Sorry. He just sent me yeah, the photo. That's four pounds difference. That's insane. Yeah. And while you're looking at that, someone, I wish I remember his name. I want to say his name was Matt. Oh, I want to give him credit because it was so good. I'm going to look it up on Instagram really quickly. Matt uh, Tofton. He is a, a prep coach. He posted this the other day and I screenshotted it. It is now my, my screensaver. And this is something that you literally just said, but this is the, the screen capture that is now again on my background phone. It's always what drugs are you on? What foods do you eat? What exercises do you do? What rep ranges do you use? What supplements do you use? It's never, what's your level of adherence? How much effort do you apply? How consistent are you? That has been my motto the past five Chills. fucking years. Yes. Chills. Because it's so true. Mm -hmm. Like I, so yeah, when, when I talk to like either like new people that are getting into the industry or, you know, people on, on my DMs, they're same. I always get those same questions. Well, what should I eat? Well, what should I do? Well, you should eat whatever you can consistently eat. That's, you know, a whole food that's healthy. That's going to fuel your body. Like that's what I recommend. Well, well, what specifically is that? Well, for me, I fucking hate blackberries. I'm not going to eat them. You know, I'm going to eat a banana because that's my favorite fruit. And that works for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, but I'm consistently eating the same amount of food, the same, you know, micronutrients and things like that. But like you said, like it's the amount of effort adherence. And that's what it comes down to because there's so many ways to do the same amount of things. And it's like, we get so hy hyper-focused on like, I mean, they, they matter, but I want to say like, they don't fucking matter that much. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. For but sure. also last side before we get into our topic, dude, I'm so happy you like have gone down to like one upper body day. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's like four pounds difference, but I'm pretty sure like 2.75 of these is like upper bounds. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're good. Like, and you're, you're, I noticed your hamstrings look really, really good now. Yeah. I mean, I'm really good. working on my hamstring movements and doing uh, rehab, especially like PT work with like my one bum hamstring. So a lot of effort is going into mobility, more functional training in the morning. Um, mm -hmm. So that way when I'm actually in the gym training, it can be a bit more evened out. Yeah, no, I can tell they look, they look, I'm going to use an, an unethical term. They look juicy, juicy. juicy. Now. And <laughs> yeah, rear delts have come up a lot too. Wow. This, this is good. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot, but I think it's important to talk about like the importance of reverse dieting. Right. And I want to talk about like what we already kind of touched on with like insulin sensitivity and blood glucose and stuff like that. So when obviously we are at a certain level of body fat, like our body is really insulin sensitive. And that's like dork speak for saying like, how well is our body absorbing and using the carbs that we are eating? So when you are really, really thin, you should be very insulin sensitive. Your body should be primed and ready to absorb all of your nutrients because it's in a deficit. It's in a, a state where it is wanting to be efficient and use what you are eating, right? And the thing that we see, especially when we're doing contest level lean, and I'm not even contest prep, uh, contest prep level lean. I'm lean, but not like that level lean. But 
we want to make sure we keep that for as long as possible to set ourselves up well for our growth phase, whether you're a natural competitor or an enhanced one, because it will mess up your body's ability to grow. Like how many times have we seen girls that like, it's usually girls, sometimes guys too, especially if they're like bigger boys and they kind of like have a big head, but like they hoard all these like crumble cookies and brownies and stuff like that. And then they gorge on thousands and thousands of calories the night of their show, the next day, and maybe even like weeks, like a week or two after. And they're up like 20, 30, 40 pounds in a matter of like three, four weeks. Mm -hmm. Like you have now blown your insulin sensitivity. Your body is like, hell nah. So now you're just accumulating all this unnecessary body fat. And when your body fat is too high, that's stress, right? That's inflammation. Well, your body's not going to grow properly. It's not. And you're going to have to then waste time trying to regain that insulin sensitivity, go through recomp phases and try to normalize it so you can have productivity again when it comes to your physique development as an athlete. So like you don't want to screw up your your reverse, if, whether it's contest prep or even in my case, just like from a mini cleanup, because you want your body to remain as glucose sensitive as you can to grow muscle properly. Mm hmm. Yeah. And like, I see it all the time. I did it, you know, like I've talked about a hundred times, but yeah, when you become, so the term would be like insulin resistant or, you know, you're not using, using that you, your body literally stores it as fat stores it as adipose tissue. So, you know, when you're sitting there and you're eating all of these extra calories, like Ash was saying, it essentially like it, they're not going anywhere, you know, and a lot of people will think like, Oh yeah, like this is, um, you know, uh, what do they call it? Like a, like a, like I'm bulking, like a dirty bulk or whatever. Oh yeah, like a dirty bulk. I hate the whatever, word. Yeah. Whatever the term is. And I see this more common with guys than girls, but they do put on all that weight. Like you said, they're hoarding all this food. They're eating a ton. Um, and they're like, yeah, I'm up like 30 pounds. Like I'm going to come back bigger. But like, it's a lot of inflammation. It's a lot of water weight and um, it is fat. Like it's, it's a rapid gain of fat. And when you have all of that fat, that's like so rapidly put on, um, it's not good for your internal organs, like whatsoever. Um, you know, it, it puts a lot of stress on our heart. Um, it puts a lot of stress on our digestion. Um, liver has a hard time clearing and detoxifying. Um, we have a ton of, of issues that associate with the rapid gain of fat. I mean, just look at people who are already obese, right? Like they have a lot of health complications and I'm not saying that you automatically become obese if you fuck up your reverse, but like you're going from really, really lean to, you know, normal size weight, but in a matter of weeks, if that, yeah. if you're doing it properly. So your heart goes from, you know, beating, you know, maybe 40 beats a minute when you're in prep and then you're binging on top of it, or you're eating all of these calories, you're becoming, you know, insulin resistant, um, excess fecking, you're messing up your, your hormones, which we'll get into about your hunger and, um, fullness and literally like you put all of that stress on you. And it's so hard to, to bring it down that like it, it like Ash said, like you just can't continue on without having to pull back and you're literally behind the, the, the horse and you're, you're, essentially fucking up your next prep, fucking up your, your off season already, because you're going to have to have an extensive off season to extensive. fix. And this is just to fix these issues from you blowing your reverse. And it's not even like a, like an off season of like, Hey, we need to build, we need to, you know, put on mass. We need to build the shape that the judges want. It's this off season, like the start of it at least is going to be um, damage control. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And another thing is like, yes, we want to put on body fat reversing. Like I am going to be putting on body fat. I already am have, having to start putting on body fat. Like lines are going to blur and that's fine. That's good. But we don't want to become a fucking water buffalo in a matter of weeks. Cause like Ash was saying, like thinking about like your heart having to pump all of that blood. Also something, an excess accumulation of fat, fat loves to be more fat. <laughs> like it, mm-hmm. its favorite fucking shit is to be more fat. And when you're at such a level of excess calories and excess stress, your body doesn't only like to put more fat in fat cells. It likes to fucking create more fat cells too. So not mm-hmm. only are you fucking yourself over for your next contest prep, but like you were just making yourself that much more fat, right? And another thing about fat that some people don't consider is fat loves to harbor toxins. It loves to do that. It's squishy. It's pillowy. It loves to slurp shit up. So again, then we're thinking about more stress, more inflammation, more health issues, right? We recognize bodybuilding, contest prep, bodybuilding is not healthy, but there are healthier ways to prep and healthier ways to reverse. So when it comes to that time, like understanding that is going to be difficult and not doing yourself a a mental fuckery by harboring and hoarding ice creams, cookies, you know, having excessive free meals. Like yes, during your reverse, hopefully your coach is increasing your food and doing so at an appropriate rate. So we're not just like suffering through the reverse phase, right? Like we don't want to be like adding hundred or 70 calories, each little micro adjustment. Like hopefully we're more aggressive. So we start to normalize our hunger hormones. So you're less likely to fuck up and more likely to be successful, right? Mm -hmm. That's the importance of staying with your coach during your contest prep, during your peak week, and also during the reverse phase, because it's so critical for not only your success as an athlete with your future growth phases, but also for your health as a human being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really want to focus on that because, you know, a lot of people, or we've even said like, you know, it's really important to, to nail your, your reverse. Right. But like, this is why we're bringing this to, to the table here to be like, Hey, like it's important, not just for like, you to not look like shit but like for your internal health dude like this is so fucking serious to the point where like you can have like serious health complications um from it like you know like a lot of hormonal like dysregulation like ash talked about like gi heart all of these things and then you know that is going to impact you mentally, emotionally, and physically. Right. So like the importance of nailing your reverse and, you know, maybe we should talk about like, what is quote unquote nailing your reverse, um, to dive into that. Like, what does that exactly mean? Cause every reverse is going to look a little bit different. Um, but like the importance of it, and I'm just going to say again, is your fucking health, right? Like we know bodybuilding is not healthy, but in this realm, we try to do it in the healthiest way possible. And this is one of the ways to do it in the healthiest way possible is, you know, preventing these issues by following your plan, by, you know, increasing food um, at appropriate rate, bringing down those stress, which is, you know, whether that's cutting cardio, you know, pretty significantly in the beginning, um, pulling back on training or having a training break, or even having, you know, a, a diet break, um, post-show, whatever, it, whatever it may be, whatever's going to fit into your specific protocols in order to prevent these complications, because these aren't just things that like, oh, cool. Like, you know, um, I put on 20 pounds, I'm going to be, you know, insulin sensitive, or I'm going to have, you know, diarrhea for a week. No, these things can prolong 
you know, for months, years, you can have, you know, sex hormone issues for a long time. I mean, me and Ash see it all the time. I have people that are like, yeah, I haven't competed in two or three years. Um, I've been trying to lose weight this whole entire time. It's never happened. I can't do it. And it's like, oh my God, like in my mind immediately, I'm just like, okay, you competed. You've tried to lose weight. You haven't been able to, okay, we, we have some underlying health issue and it's from, I can guarantee you it's from that reverse. It's from or the non-existent reverse. Um, so that's why it's so important because these are, are things that literally can extend for a very long time. And also too, it'll 100% put a bad taste in your mouth and make you hate the sport, which is not fair to the sport. It's not fair to you if it's something that you really love to do because you had a bad experience, you didn't nail your verse, you didn't understand you know, the complications or how important it is you know, to be compliant with this. Mm-hmm. let's talk about like what it actually is like let's reverse engineer what a reverse diet is and what are the goals okay. goals are to repair the damage that was done during contest prep it is to lower fatigue it mm-hmm. is to lower systemic stress it is to repair your hormones repair your mental health repair your relationship mm-hmm. with not only yourself with food and with others right we also want to set you up well as best as possible to grow in the off season, right? So you get your health in order and then we can grow properly. But when it comes to reversing, what does it look like? And again, every reverse is going to be different, but the the theme of a reverse still remains true. We are lowering expenditure, which means we are lowering cardio, steady state. Um, We're lowering steps. Maybe we're lowering um, hit cardio, or maybe even taking time off the gym, or hopefully you're still wanting to still train because that actually can help with like remaining insulin sensitive, having good body image because we're health, we're, you know, we're working out, but it shouldn't be none of this like training till failure, rest pauses, drop sets, supersets, like this insane training because like your body and your mind cannot fucking handle it. So this is probably where we're like either lowering volume and especially lowering intensity to give your body a fucking break. So that's on the expenditure side. When it comes to the nutrition side, this is where we are adding food back in. So that way we are literally reversing the diet, undoing a deficit and getting to a surplus to maintenance where you can hang out and feel better. So food's going to be going up. How aggressively your food is going to go up really depends on your division. It depends on your mindset. It depends on maybe even prior experiences or where your food's even at in terms of where you finished your show. Because for example, let's say you were someone that like was really short on time. We didn't get to really reverse into the show. So food on show day was still like, let's say sub 1200 calories. We probably want to be a little bit more aggressive and get you out of that 1200 calorie state, maybe bump you up to 16, 1700 calories straight out of the gate. Now, if you're someone that like took their time, wasn't married to a show day, got dick skin lean and was able to reverse in their show where, you know, your show day calories were maybe anywhere between like 1500 calories and shit. If you're, you know, if you're a fucking Ash Markham and you're 600 calorie surplus, like, you know, it could be anywhere between 1600 calories and 2,500 calories, just as a fucking example, right? Don't, don't lose the, the force for the trees here. But like, you might need to be a little bit less aggressive in your reversing is my whole point. The goal of a reverse diet is to undo the dieting damage. It is not to continue to lose weight. It is not to boast about how much food you're getting. It is not to hold on to lines. It is not to 
you know, take a, oh, I'm better than you because like I get to eat all this food now. Like that's not the point. The point is to simply become whole again as a human being. And I feel like that's where some people get big in their head. They're like, oh, I'm reverse dieting and I dropped another like four pounds. It's like, okay, well, you're either still in deficit or you are like washing off all of said stress from your contest prep. So like stop glorifying it to the point where it's like disordered. Like just be like, hey, I'm reverse dieting. I dropped food or I dropped weight. Therefore, like we need to keep progressing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like a, a badge of honor. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I don't really have like too much to add um, because you explained it so well. Um, I will just say like, <laughs> kudos, right? Props to you. No, that was, that was really well said. Like you said, like, you know, the expenditure has to come down. Calories have to go up. Um, you know, the mental aspect of it is you have to completely flip your mind and that's hard. You know, you spent the last 15 to 25 weeks um, getting small, 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 and now it's time to, you know, I want to say, quote unquote, get back to normal. We're not normal because we're bodybuilders um, and athletes and, and high level athletes, but it, there is a sense of normalcy. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can understand what I'm saying with that is, you know, it's like you get back to that normal of having the body fat on you, uh, being able to perform in the gym at a high level to grow. Um, but yeah, so like reversing, like you said, it's, it's going to look different for everybody, but it is going to be relatively the same um, when it comes down to bringing that down, bring, um, you know, expenditure down and bringing calories up. Um, but you know, in the meantime too, like you just have to continue to, to know that like it's, it's temporary as well. Like a reverse, like is kind of just like an extended version of prep. Like when I'm okay, I'm prepping for 12 weeks, which really means like 20 because I need, you know, eight weeks of reverse. And I think, you know, that, that gets, um, under people's skin because they're unaware of it. To, to be honest with you, people don't know. And like you said, there's people that are, I don't know, you know, either a unicorn or like you said, they're still in a deficit. They're glorifying that they're reverse, you know, they're eating, you know, 700 carbs and they're one pound above stage weight. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, that's not realistic guys. Like, and I don't want you guys to get caught on that. Like, um, you know, it, it's, everyone's going to be different. And the best thing you can do to, to nail your reverse is follow your protocols, communicate with your coach, figure out what's working, what's not working, um, and, and really continue to work on yourself, your relationship. Um, and just know that it's the, that it's going to make you a better athlete for the next time around too. Like you're going to have a better physique. Um, I think reversing is harder. So I think it mentally challenges you. Um, I think you come out on top with a stronger head on your shoulders because of it. Um, and just know too that like there may be times and it 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 does happen and I've done it where you goof up a little bit, right? And you know, that's you know, Ash Ash literally was like, I was so fucking hungry. So I, I goofed. <laughs> yeah, I goofed. I made this decision. What is she gonna do? Communicate with Austin, let him know, be like, hey, dude, like I was still starving after all this food. So here's what I did. Okay, fine. Let's assess. How did the rest of the week go? You know, like perfect. Those no, exactly Not my so, head on my ass like <laughs> right exactly so it's like i want you guys to know that nailing your reverse can be really really stressful and there are times where you may goof up a little bit but the biggest thing is is what ash said when she read her little screensaver is you know how compliant are you you know how you know how much effort are you putting into this um i can't remember what else was on there but those two things and it's it's like 
Um, if those are the boxes that you're checking during your verse, then you're you're doing well. You're nailing it, right? Um, and that's that's what I want to say as well, because like you know, it it is important. And if you're putting in all the effort, then you're going to be successful at it. Mm -hmm. And here's something I want to touch on. And this is just like my personal opinion. Others may disagree. Ash may even disagree. In my opinion, if we're talking specifically reversing from a contest level lean, this is not the time to add in more PEDs because chances are if you're an enhanced athlete using PEDs, you are already using PEDs probably like, you know, anywhere from eight to 10 weeks out in terms of like keeping muscle fullness, keeping gym performance high, making sure we're not um, losing muscle mass, right? I know a lot of people have this idea that like when you are contest level lean, like true contest level lean, you are in the best state to grow. And now from an insulin sensitivity side, I would agree with you, but here's the deal. We are not looking at insulin sensitivity in a vacuum. We also need to consider the overall state of your adrenals, your gut, your mental state as well. Like you're probably pretty fucking tired and burnt out. Now is not the time to go on a full bone cycle and blast. You know what I'm saying? Male or female. In my case, where I am still very insulin sensitive, I did not get contest level lean. We are now set up for a great rebound to, to grow, to put in those enhancements. But one, what did we first do? We first lowered cardio and added food because some of the most anabolic things is making sure that you are eating and sleeping, right? I'm already checking the boxes for sleep, right? So we're adding food first. That's our main driver of growth. We then will add PEDs and then add in more training as needed. But again, I did not get to contest level shredded. If we did, you best believe we would not be about to you know, go on a full cycle because my adrenals could not handle it. My mental state could not handle it. My overall body could not handle it. It could not handle the demand of purposely overfeeding and adding in the, the stress of PEDs. Okay. Another thing about re reversing and, you know, the rebound and stuff like that has to kind of do with like where you're at in terms of like your, your level of competitiveness, like how many times have you done this? Right. Because if it's your first reverse, like you are likely going to fuck up more. So your coach will yeah. probably need to be a little bit more aggressive with it. And that's not to say that even if you are like a, a I would be pro for crying out loud, if you're listening, hi, hello, like that, that you won't fuck up, right? Because you're human too, but it's always important to be honest with your coach and to not shoot yourself in the foot by like hoarding all these goodies and snacks. Because while we might be in a state to have like an occasional off-plan meal, like nothing grinds my gears more when people are like, oh, I'm going to intuitively eat after my show. Oh. I'm like, bro, your intuition's fucked. Now, now I am not saying it does not work because there are some people that don't reverse and do intuitively eat. And honestly, they do they do an okay job. That is not the case for like 95% of competitors, right? Because your hunger signaling is so messed up that like you cannot see yourself. You cannot see food for what it truly is. Your body yeah. just wants calories, bruh. They just want calories. They don't want a banana. They want the banana that's been fucking deep fried in Twinkie <laughs> batter, dipped in chocolate, deep fried in Twinkie batter again, and dipped in caramel sauce. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, Don't forget the powdered sugar. And the powdered sugar with extra, you know, caramel drizzle, chocolate drizzle, a little fucking cherry on top. You know what I'm saying? But it's <laughs> like, we need to be realistic 
Again, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm not saying there aren't people that aren't successful that rebound and blast PEDs after their contest prep and make amazing progress. I'm not saying that there aren't people that can intuitively eat after getting their, their competition done and have success. I'm not saying that, but let's be honest. Realistically, 90 to 95% of people cannot handle that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I 100% I agree with you. Like you said, some people aren't going to, but when it comes down to it, like we have to understand like how much stress and total load is on the body and like where, where can we pull? And like, we're not trying to fucking push right now. Like we're not, you know, um, and you know, PEDs is one of those things where we can, you know, pull back on or not increase. Um, I've actually had quite a few athletes that don't, and I don't know how I feel about this, but I have to respect it want to be on PEDs for prep, but don't want to be on them for the off season. And I can understand both. And I, I get it to, to an extent. Um, I guess it depends on like, what are your, what are yeah, your what's your definition of PEDs? And we're talking like growth hormone or we're talking like full blown, like test like, and yeah, like primo and, and st which I guess it, 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 it just depends on, on the person. And th this is another topic we can get into, but to kind of reel it back in, it's, it's what, is going to be best for you and the athlete. And like Ash said, like there, there are other areas that need to be worked on post contest prep in order to get you back to that quote unquote normal before pushing again is, is what it comes down to. Um, so, you know, I agree with you. I think that's, that's a very valid statement. Like you said, there's some people that do it. Some people are successful with it, but there's, there's always outliers. And that's, that's all I'm going to say. There's outliers for every situation. Like you said, you can intuitively eat. Some people are really good at it. 95% of the, sh the time they're not same with, you know, utilizing PEDs right after getting out of a contest prep, same with, um, you know, anything that we've talked about, there's always going to be an outlier, but, and those are the people that are glorified on Instagram. So take everything with a grain of fucking salt people, because that's not the reality of it. Me and Ash are here to tell you that, to debunk that, um, to let you know, like, Hey, like this is the reality of reversing. It's fucking hard. Um, it's so important because of health reasons. Um, there's a lot of things that people are doing out there that aren't appropriate in my opinion for the safety of their, their athletes themselves, their clients. Um, so that's why, you know, we're here to, to continue to tell you guys like what the fuck is up and, and change what we can with the clients that we help in the industry. Mm -hmm. One last thing I want to touch on about what a reverse diet is not, it is not just to get you in a position to diet again mm. scenario this was a couple of years back where this girl was like oh yeah i'm reversing from my show and she's with a coach and three months post show she's like now i can finally do a mini cut <sighs> i was like you have missed the fucking point you have missed the point we already talked about what a reverse diet was and why you need to do it and why it's so important for your health your your you know physique goals as an athlete but the point of reverse diet is eight to 12 weeks post contest prep, your show day is to not diet again. Like no. it is to set you up to grow. You guys, it is not set up just to fucking diet again. Like you have missed the point. I can't, I think we've talked about this on like previous podcasts where it's like they compete in the fall and then they go through the fucking holidays of their 12 weeks of reversing. Oh and then it's like spring show. Oh my God, let's go. Like, I let's go. Yeah. And that's, that's a really good point. Cause it's not like, yes, calories are getting high and cardio is coming down, but like 
when I see people do that, I'm just like, dude, at 12 weeks, I'm kind of like, hey, like, let's pull labs to see what the fuck is up. Like, we're not even close to getting to like a, a diet phase, you know? Um, so that, yeah, that was a very good, good point to, to wrap up on because literally like it is, that is not the point of the reverse. The point of the reverse is to get you back, you know, to a healthy off state to increase calories, decrease stress, um, get you at normal body fat weight, um, for the bodybuilding. I'm going to say for the bodybuilding industry, because like American normal body fat is not appropriate in my opinion. Um, so that is, that is the point to, to repair your hormones, to lower fatigue, um, to get you in a good mental spot, to repair those relationships with food, um, with the gym too. I see a lot of burnout with your family, with your significant other. These are all things that get kind of screwy in, in prep, which we talked about in our last podcast. Um, you know, so to get those internal organs like back optimized to, to, to functioning properly where they need to, um, you know, so that's, that's the importance of, of, of reverse. And that's why you need to do it, why you need to nail it, um, not to, to diet again, not to, um, whatever, whatever your reasons are not to just massively put on a bunch of weight and think it's muscle. Um, you know, the importance of it is, is to protect you, your health, your future. Mm-hmm. Let's make this a little two-part series. So this part one was, the importance of reverse dieting, like the goals of it, what it's definitely not, but it was pretty like heavy in science and pretty heavy, just heavy, right? Because it's like, don't fucking, don't fuck it up. But I think next week it would be good to talk about, well, how can you give yourself the best chance at being successful? So, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of putting it more of a positive light, we can give you like, you know, our own honest stories about how we fucked up and how like our coaches helped us through it, how we helped ourselves through it. But I think it's good to, to not just be, oh, if you fuck up, you're a piece of shit and be a scare tactic. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to give like helpful tips that people who maybe are struggling with reverse dieting, how they, we can help them through it because it is a very serious thing, but yeah, because yeah. it's so serious, like we want to also be empowering to the point where it's like, Hey, listen, we get, it's hard. We're not just trying to sound like hard asses. Cause we're also athletes. We're not just coaches. So this is how we have struggled. This is how we have overcome it and impart some, some words of wisdom to help you through it. Yes. And, and even to I'll I can even touch on, um, like things that I've changed and done for athletes that are struggling, like how I approach it and ways that you, you may be able to approach them as an athlete and understand like not one size shoe fits all because I've had to rework plants week to week for athletes, depending on their, their reverse and, and what has worked, um, for them can be very beneficial for you. And then, you know, what it, we can touch on, like you said, is like how we felt mentally, the thoughts that we went through and, and how fucking hard it was because my second reverse, I did really good on it. But let me tell you guys, um, my boyfriend, Alex, who is my boyfriend now, he broke up with me like two weeks after my show. So I was dealing with a lot of that mental stress while trying to reverse. And let me tell you that shit was fucking hard. So, um, but we'll, we'll definitely, that's a good, that's a good, good topic for next week. I'm, I'm really, I'm really pumped because I, I just love helping you guys out there. And I'm so happy that Ash had this platform and this is, these are just really good topics that I feel like we're putting out there, um, for you guys to, to help you and, you know, competition seasons starting off. So reversing is going to be here shortly after. So these, mm-hmm. these topics are important. Agreed. Agreed. Well, guys, that's all we have again next week. We'll talk about kind of like some helpful tricks and tips to help you reverse diet, help you nail it, help you set yourself up for successful growth phase, successful health. But in the meantime, peace. Adios.